On today's Game Mastery, we're going to do something a little bit different. We've had all these long episodes. We've had guests and we've done interviews and we've had multi-episode arcs and all that. And today, we're going to break it down a little bit and do something simple. Basically, because Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. And as always, I'm Steve. <coughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm Mark, and I'm dying. <laughs> it's, and this is what happens. It's just me and Mark. I've got Mark to help me think through something that no nerd wants to do. And that is to sell something from their collection. But it's the time of Rona pandemic time things get tight and you start looking at your collectibles and you go well in the case of magic all i need is one for a commander deck right i only need one of the four cards that i have and mark's been through this with me because he has convinced me not to sell a particular card for the past yes year and a half now easy and so I thought we'd we'd talk about it, the the options that I have and pros and cons and all that. Maybe help some of you other nerds who are out there and wondering, should I sell? Should I sell this stuff? So, Mark, one of the things is that you and your brother have bought and sold cards for years now. Yes, years yeah. and years. Yeah, and you've you've traded, you go to shows, and I've even I think you got my kill switch, maybe something else. I can't remember. Traded. I don't think I have many friends that haven't sold us something. Yeah. 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 And they well, that's neat. You're a broker to an extent. Right. And the thing is with magic, my god, if I had had any inkling back in the day, I would have kept so many cards, and I wouldn't have been so generous with what I gave away. <laughs> gave so much away! Oh, God, so much away. But by that, I got dozens of people into the game, so it's my favorite game, so that's fine. But, you know, now I've got the dilemma. I've got cards that I've had since I started that I just didn't get rid of that unfortunately weren't the most valuable ones. They're valuable, but not the most valuable. And I'm struggling, and I don't know exactly what to do. Well, like I said, what do you got? Well, so the one that comes to mind most are my moderately played guy's cradles. You have a set of four? I have a set of four. I do. And I love them. And I got them... Because when Urza's came out, I had an Endless Worm deck. And it was Endless Worm and Argothian Enchantress. And those of you who don't play Magic are listening to this going, what the fuck is this? Don't worry about it. If you don't play Magic, don't worry about it. Just, just put us on the background. <laughs> so <laughs> so I've, had, I've had these cards since Urza's came out. and. I, I've kept that deck 
just because it was my favorite deck that I ever made on my own. But it's just nostalgia at this point that's keeping them. Well, here's the thing. Gaia's Cradle is reserve list, which that means that they will never print that card again. The copies that exist are the ones that exist. They will continue to go up in value. You can choose to get out of that if you want to, but if you do sell them to me, because <laughs> those are the reserve list is basically the second half of my retirement plan. I see. I see. Yeah, I, I, watching them go up from the low, low price of about $27 shipped for all four when I bought two, I don't know, I guess a moderately to heavily played one goes for over 600 at the moment. Uh, last, last I checked on the eBay. Well, let me see on Goldfish here. Just the mid-price. <laughs> yeah, so the mid price on that is $1,042. Wait, what? <laughs> for 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 one. For all conditions. Yeah, that would be the mid. Uh, you have a moderately played one? Yeah. Well, the lowest one on TCG is $724. Ah. So if I go to moderately played, there's only a few here, but I would say it's in the eight hundred to nine hundred dollar range per if you sold it yourself for one. Isn't that see, that's ridiculous that that's worth more than my dual lands because I don't have many dual lands left either. What dual land do you have? Oh, well, you see, I traded three of my four bad lands. They're revised. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah. I traded three of my four bad lands to make the, the modern deck, what, two, two and a half years ago that I was playing. So I got all these kind of modern staples for red. Now I feel silly about that. Yeah, the lowest one of those is 300. And then I've, and, and they're, they're not near mint, but they're pretty close because they've always been sleeved. But. And then my taigas and plateaus are usually the least expensive. Yeah, usually. Uh, but that's what I, I got, like, four plateaus for one of my Badlands, and I needed it for the deck. And it wasn't a collector thing. It was just what I needed, because I never treated it that way. Um, let me see. So, well, you, you won out on that deal. Because the lowest plateau is $230, so... Oh, that's gone up. They all go up. Magic always goes up. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And the plateaus are in fantastic condition. How much are the taigas going for? Mm -hmm. As this turns into a, a search that no one can see. <laughs> right. Taiga, the absolute lowest is 280 Huh. But are these moderately played or are they near mint or? Somewhere between near mint and lightly played. They've always been sleeved. So the lowest lightly played one is $314. Hmm. That's a car payment. It is. That's the, 
That's the struggle. Making the car payment? Debating on whether or not to sell these things to make car payments, essentially. Mm. Well, what valuable stuff do you have that isn't reserve list? I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I, I mean, my Snapcasters went down in value, all kinds of stuff like that that I had that used to be a hundred bucks is no longer that at all. More like thirty bucks. I th- They're like, depending on which one, the lowest one at mid is fifty four, which is yeah. strangely the Innistrad one. That's the one I have. Yeah. So like. I honestly, I honestly don't know what else. I mean, I've got like four sets of revised. I mean, I've got my, I've got things that they ended up reprinting that used to be really awesome. Like my legend chain lightning, which I've kept since the second month that I played magic. And, but all the things that I've gotten rid of, my candelabra, my workshop, my. That's, well, the chain lightnings are still worth like mids 20 bucks on them from legends i mean i could sell a bunch of small things but i'm losing out on a whole hell of a lot more cards Mm-hmm. yep so i'm i'm kind of wondering if the if it might make more sense to get rid of the reason i got the plateaus was so i could play legacy mm-hmm. with that red white deck i was brewing so really, I have no reason to have the plateaus other than that. And the fact that if you, what are they, 300 now? Yeah. That if you wait next year, they'll probably be 500. Ouch. Damn it, Mark. So the bottom line, I think you're telling me, is that the few, the, the I don't know, 16 reserve list cards that I have left... If you had something in the stock market, I don't know if you do, but if you did, it would be better to take that out than it would be to sell your reserve list cards because the reserve lists are like a really, really good mutual fund, basically. That is barring environmental and societal collapse. Well, then there'll be even less magic cards. (laughs) (laughs) people be even more desperate to preserve them for future generations, hand down to their children. I mean, magic is a game that people would actually feel that way about. I do. Right. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, I, uh, the reserve list and sealed product always goes up. That's one of the things that I wish that I had just bought a box every quarter. A box every set. That's it. Just a box. No matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. But I ended up getting screwed on... Well, what was the one... You mean the all reprint set? Chronicles? No. no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, it was the... It came out after Dark. Fallen Empires? Fallen Empires. Oh, my God. See, it's it makes me so angry that I don't even like to say the name. Yeah. How much is a box of Fallen Empires going for? There are only two available, and they're each worth over $1,000. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. An unopened box. Of Fallen Empires. Of Fallen Empires, yes. I, I gave my case away. 
right. It's true. <laughs> that is that is fucking awful. Because when uh, before Urza's came out, they were worth half of what they cost new. I couldn't couldn't you couldn't give away Fallen Empires. Mm-hmm. I think something inside me just died. I think it was my heart. You've killed me. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, no. Sealed product and reserve list always goes up. And magic as a whole always goes up. Because the game has never stopped growing. And it isn't about to stop no matter what people who have gotten fed up with the game say. And then usually those same people will come back in a year or two. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Well. I guess I could always, damn it, it's just looking to make a quick buck. Which you can do. I mean, there's no point in, I mean, I'm just saying it's like money, but it's more valuable because it goes up. It's like having it in a mutual fund. Do you want to take your money out of the stock market? That's basically what you're doing, except it's even better because you can play with the cards too. Right. Right. Just just don't have a house fire. Without a fireproof safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's a side question on that. So let's say I am. I am. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell. And let's let's say not everyone has a you. Not everyone has a mark who's who's interested. Other than eBay, where's the best place to get rid of something to actually make your money? There are <clears throat> a bunch of options, really. I mean, so for something... Now, this is not something I do because I'm not trying to min-max that hard. We just sell on TCG, and we don't sell extremely stuff like... Extremely profitable stuff like reserve list cards. Although we do, actually, and this is weird, because we... People want to deal with people in person sometimes, and we have several people who have bought, like, an underground sea from us, and we'll say, okay, but just so you know, you can get this cheaper online. In fact, whenever you give me your money, if you do, mm. we're going to take that, and we're going to buy ourselves another one to replace this one for cheaper and keep the profits. And they're like, that's fine. So, so you can sell on TCG Player. It helps to have a good rating. People do not want to buy it especially expensive cards off people who haven't been rated before because mm -hmm. they want to avoid problems. And that's true basically anywhere if you're doing eBay as well. The absolute biggest way to maximize your profits, if you wanted to, is there are multiple Facebook groups where what you'll do is you'll, uh, you'll have a lottery for the card. And so you can set it up so that the total amount is more than the card's worth. But hmm. so you say, okay, there's uh, 150 slots and 10 bucks a slot in the raffle for this, for this card, right? So then with that, you have... God, I forget the numbers I said. What was that, 1,500 bucks? Hmm. For a guy's cradle that's worth 1,000, for example. Mm -hmm. But once again, you kind of need to have a little bit of a reputation in that group for it, usually for people to trust you. But that is the absolute way to maximize the profits. The way to minimize your profits, but make it easiest on yourself, 
is to go to somewhere like Star City Games and say, all right, give me buy list on this. And it'll be, it depends. Some of their prices are okay, but you have to think whenever you, it's because whenever you sell a card, right, off the top, you lose 15% to TCG itself or eBay or whatever. So you don't make that. And then in addition, you have your shipping costs for it. And if it's an expensive card, then you're going to put the tracking on it. So you have those costs that go into it. So buying a card for over 75% of its value, unless you are just sure that that's going to go up, is not a, it won't work if your plan is to resell it. Unless you, I suppose, are a physical store. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be about a 15% take on the eBay side, I think. 10 to 15% to sell the card. And then shipping and insurance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What a pain in the keister. It is, and that's why a lot of times people take it to either Star City or somebody like us, and we'll give them, we'll make an offer on their collection and buy it, and then we'll sell it individually, which is a pain in the ass, but not whenever you're already selling everything individually. Right. Hmm? I have all of my cradles in Commander decks. So, yeah. I mean, it's something you can get rid of, but... I mean, in some ways, financially, and this is, like, (laughs) this is a weird way to say it, but, like, your your car is worth less because your car's value will go down. Yeah, as I put money into it. (laughs) As opposed to your magic cards, which will go up. Right. Man. (sighs) But you do have to have a car, in the United States anyway, if you're not in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got other things to sell. It's just I have to sell more of them. Yep. Yeah. So your main advice, reserved list, keep. The other stuff will go up in value, but it'll also fluctuate mm-hmm. more because things will be reprinted and... Yeah, it'll fluctuate a lot. Yeah. Run in and out of fashion. So if you're going to sell something, sell that stuff. And not the reserve list. Correct. <sighs> okay, broker. Uh, I'll take your advice. Okay. But but if you do sell the reserve list, just sell it to us. Like, I don't know how much the speakers and stuff you've worked on are worth, but... It's tricky. I've actually got that stuff. I mean, I could, I could get... I don't know. It, it'll take me a month, but I could get 500 bucks out of various stereo things I've got downstairs stacked on a table to the side, ready to go. <sighs> well. Maybe we need a Patreon. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for joining us on Game Mastery. You can always check us out on anchor.fm slash game dash mastery or follow us on Twitter at mastery underscore game, Instagram at Game Mastery Podcast, or Facebook and YouTube at Game Mastery. If you'd like to ask us a question or get some follow-up information, maybe submit a topic for the show, please email us at rpg.gamemastery at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week for more information to make your games better and to make you a better Game Master.